This is To The Max Podcast, sponsored by Ignite. To The Max is designed for those of you who desire to become a higher expression of yourself. You will learn, laugh, and listen to information that will stretch you from center to circumference. I am your host, Dario Melton. Everything in creation has been designed to grow to its fullest potential. God is in the business of maximizing. You are the highest expression of his creation. It's time for you to go to the max. There is greatness inside of you. To walk with God is to walk with the maximizer. Every step on the journey, the maximizer is making you greater and stronger. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can imagine according to the power that is at work in you. God is in the business of taking you to the max. Well, good morning. This is To The Max brought to you by Ignite. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Square those shoulders this morning. Get up, be excited about what is about to transpire in your life because today you have the opportunity to become what you've never been before. You have the opportunity to go where you've never gone before. You have the opportunity to do what you've never done before. Child of God, you can become all that you have been created to Come. So today, I'm so thrilled and excited this morning. This is another day that we have the opportunity to breathe the air that has been created for us to survive. It is another opportunity for us to get it right, those things which we have done wrong. It's another opportunity for us to restore relationships, to set the record straight. So this morning, I want to say to you, to, today will be filled with opportunities, with possibilities before you today. And I want to talk this morning with us. Um, last time we talked on last week, we talked about um, it all adds up. And I hope you have applied those principles to your life, those things we discuss to your life about every single thing we do add up in our lives. If we're moving towards greatness to to focus on the minute things where our strengths are, that we always have room for improvement. Well, today I want to talk to you about it takes what it takes. That's right. It takes what it takes. If, if you're going to become what you've never been before, if you're going to do what you've never done before, if you're going to go where you've never gone before, it takes what it takes. The question is asked, how much will I have to do to become what I want to become? And the answer is, it takes what it takes. How far would I have to go with who I want to become? And the answer would be, it takes what it takes. For everybody, it is different. There's not a formula, although people would try to tell you, if you take this step and take that step, then you have this result. Because you are so unique in your creativity, since you are so unique in your DNA, no one can tell you what it takes. What they can share with you is what it took them because of the different levels of talent, the different gifting we have, 
what it takes for others don't necessarily mean it would take for you. It may take you longer or it may take you a shorter time. So we cannot get into this habit of measuring our greatness, measuring our success based off of other people's track record. If you keep measuring yourself off someone else's scorecard, then you always will be placed in a position of being paralyzed. Because while they may have made a C in that area, that doesn't mean that's one of your non-strengths. That may be the strongest area that you have. Remember, we have to make sure we strengthen, strengthen our strengths. And don't focus on our areas of non-strength, but it takes what it takes. And so many of us go into not just relationships, but go into our vocation. Because that's the difference between career and vocation. If you happen to, uh, if your career happened to fall in your vocation, oh, that's a blessing. Your vocation, that which you have been created to do, that which you love to do. Some people, um, you know, some of some work jobs. And it's not their calling, although their vocation can assist in the job, it's not there is more to them than the job. But for those who vocation lines up with the place of employment, even the better. And so when when we when we talk about our vocation, we cannot go into our vocation um, looking for a way out. It's sad to say that many people they look for a way out when they believe it's going to be difficult, when they believe it's going to be tough, that the terrain before them, the mountain before them is going to call some type of work for them to have great success. They immediately, that's the human nature. Our tendency is immediately to try to find a way out and say, if it doesn't work, then this is plan B. No, 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 no. Because of the greatness in your life, because there's predestination in your life, you've been predestined, there is no plan B. Come on, say it out loud with me. There's no plan B for my life. There's no plan B. There's no other option for your life. You have been created to be who you are. You have been created to do what you do. When God gave you gifts, God did not change his mind by the gifts he gave you. Now, what you do with those gifts, that's up to you. Isn't that so much like God, that God drops something into us and say, here's your gift. Here's what I want you to do. And don't give you the instructions on how to do it. Don't tell you what you're going to have to take through, take to, to order to, to do it. Because if we knew what it would cost us to operate in our gifting, then many of us we sit back paralyzed and won't move forward. And so God shows us what we're capable of, but he doesn't tell us what it's going to take for us to get there. And that's what many of us get stuck. We start looking for a way out that when things don't line up the way that we thought they should line up, when things seem difficult and tough, we look for a plan B and some of us look for a plan C that we try to see our way out of whatever we're in. When you are embarking upon the journey called life, you never should look for a way out. Now you can look for a better way to do it, but never look for a way out. And why don't you look for a way out? Because you're not a quitter. 
That's too many people that walk this face of this earth who quit too, they quit too soon. How do you not know that the next step that you take could break the, break the hole that been keeping you from moving forward? How do you know that the next time you tried, you won't have great success? How do you know the next time it won't be the time that you've been looking and longing for? And so never go through life looking for a way out. Never wish that it was easy. You ought to wish that you were better. Let me say that to you again. You, you should never wish that your life was easier or that the circumstances was easier or that the situation was easier, that developing to who you are was easier. What you should be hoping is that you were better or that you get better. Because when you get better, those challenges that seem tough at first, become insignificant. Now you can move on to bigger challenges. What, what you consider to be successful and it appears as if people can deal with, 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 with more, because whom more to, to whom more is given, much is required of them. And you only get more when you grow more. Oh, that's some good stuff. You need to, you need to write that down in your notes that you only get more when you grow more, because why would God give to you more when you can't handle little? And that's why he tells us, do not despise the day of small beginnings. See, many of us quit at the beginning because we look across the fence and we see the whole castle built across the fence. And the only thing we have on our side of the fence is pine trees, oak trees, um, that's all we see sand. That's all we see on our side of the fence. All we see is resources and we don't see the final product. And so we are quit at the finish line and say, it's going to take too much of us. It's going to require too much of us, but being successful brother and sister, it takes what it takes. If you're going to be successful by any means necessary, it takes what it takes to be successful in your life. And I want to say something to you that may be counter um, culture to, to what you may believe is that when you decide that you're going to be successful, you cannot judge what it takes to become successful. Now let that marinate for a moment. Think about that. When you make up in your mind and you decide I'm going to be successful, you can't judge what it takes to be successful. You can't complain about what it takes to be successful. If you're going to be a track star and you like running, she's a runner, she's a track star. Y'all stop it. <laughs> you like running. If you like running, you cannot say, I, I'm not, I can't run eight laps today because it's going to require too much of my body. You can't judge it. You can't, you can't say it's difficult. You have to do it because it takes what it takes. It takes, and I give a prime example, which many of us struggle with. Many of us just seem like we can't get these love handles off of our waist. They just keep jumping on to us and just keep grabbing on to us. Then it's like the weight comes out of nowhere. Last time you knew the clothes fit well. 
Now you put on the clothes that's snug. Now in your mind, you haven't been eating anything differently. You haven't been splurging or you haven't just been eating above what you normally would, but it seemed like you picked up weight. Why? Because you wasn't conscious to make sure you maintain because it takes what it takes just to maintain who you are. Mm, think about that. If you put your guard down and just hang out in life, you will lose what it was, what you previous was before you start just hanging out in life. You have to be serious about what you want. You have to be serious about being successful. When, when we make the choice to lose weight, we give up the right to make judgment on that path. And we can't get upset because we can't eat fried food. We can't eat fried chicken. We can't eat ice cream and cake and chocolate. We can't get upset because when we decide that we want to lose weight and we decide that we want to be healthy, we can't complain about what we cannot eat. You don't have the right to make judgment once you make a decision. You can't judge the process. So when you made up your mind, you want to be successful, you want to lose weight, you can't judge what it takes to become successful. You can't judge what it takes to lose the weight. You got to do it. It takes what it takes. It takes what it takes. Because that's a cause and effect relationship that's going on here. That when you decide in your heart, your mind, your, the very essence of your being, that you are going to be successful, you automatically at that time become into relationship with that which you have decided to become and that thing which you decided that you want to become saying that you can't have it and have the other relationships oh this is some good stuff you you can't you can't have you can't have the other things and want to be when you decide you want to lose weight and be healthy, you can't eat ice cream all day. You can't have a relationship with ice cream and at the same time say, I want the healthy, I want the healthy relationship with my body. It just it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And I want to say this to you, what you will realize in life, and and, and, and again, it's, it this couldn't be difficult. What you will realize in life is that. The higher your goals are in life. Are you listening? The higher your goals are in life, the less choices you have. Think about that for a moment. The higher you decide to go up the mountain, the less choices you have. Life has been designed like that. When you decide that you want to become a professional at that which you do, there's less choices that you can make. I'll give you an example. When you say you want to be healthy, those are choices that you are giving up. You're giving up the choice to, to be idle. You're giving up the choice to sit around and be idle and not do anything. You have to be active. You have to move your body. You have to exercise. That you're giving up the choice to decide that not today. When you make up in your mind, I want 
to be not that I want. I decided to be successful, and your goals are changing. There's some things you give up when you're losing the weight. And I'm using weight as an example. Uh, I believe we can identify with when you want to lose the weight. Now you lost ten pounds, and you're now at a standstill. You see that you had a standstill and it seems like you've been doing the same thing over and over and you're wondering why I'm no longer losing the weight. Well, because now there's other choices that you don't have. You have to give up choices because now you got to change even more. You can't go back to high being because your body got used to that level. You got used to the level that you're on. And when you set your levels higher, your choices become fewer. So now instead of having the extra um, dessert on the side, I can't have the dessert because now my, my goal is stagnant. I have stymied the process of my, pro I have stymied my progress, the process of my progress. I have stymied it when I don't realize there's less choices. Leadership. When you decide to be a leader, you give up the right and the you, you, you relinquish the choice of responding to those who oppose you because that comes with leadership. If you are a gifted, anointed leader, listen, hear me and hear me well, you will have opposition. One of the signs that your leadership matter is that decisions you made years ago, things you done years ago, and although people weren't close to those decisions, they are still talking about things you've done because your leadership impacts those who are not going anywhere. Think about that. When you decided you want to be a successful leader, you chose then not to respond to the, your critics. We've talked about this. Not to respond to your critics. Because if you focus on your critics, you can't focus on your customers. You can't focus on those folks who are walking with you. You can't come off the wall because you got folks criticizing you. Jesus went to the cross. And they were still criticizing him. He died for them. Because he, he gave up all other options. He said, this is the only way. This is, this I've decided in the garden. This is the only way to get them back. I've given, I've given up all options. And so he died for those who was criticizing him. And while he was dying, they were still criticizing him. But Jesus couldn't respond to the criticism. Jesus says this, Father, forgive them. They don't even know what they're doing. So what I'm saying to you, when you have goals and ambitions and you have people who oppose you, they really don't understand what they're doing. Because you've given up all options. You've given up all choices to even respond to them. No, it's not that it doesn't bother you if you continue to listen to it. See, if you don't listen to the distractions, then you can keep moving forward. I tell you, it takes what it takes. And it takes you ignoring people. Ignoring, ignoring criticism is a gift. 
when you get mature enough to ignore the criticism that come your way, you have gotten closer to the destination that you have for your life. And if we can just learn that we can't respond to everything that the enemy put out in front of us, um, then we will understand then it takes what it takes. Sometimes you have to take the, you have to take the lick and keep on moving. You got to take the lick and keep on ticking. Sometimes you got to be willing to take a blow and keep on going. Because if you turn around and engage them in fighting, you have taken yourself off of track. And now you're in their lane and they've got good at going nowhere. Did you hear that? The people who criticize you have gotten good at going nowhere. They are professionals at being stuck. And because they're professionals at being stuck, if you get off the track that where you're going to, they are professionals at what they're doing. So they're going to stop me your progress and they're going to slow you down a whole lot. And many of us have lost years. We're lost years because we're focused on what the naysayers are saying. Listen, you don't need only one yes in your life. And I know it's not the yes that you're thinking about. No, you don't need a yes from one human being. No, not one human being. You only need yes from your creator. When you fully understand, when you've made up your mind that you're going to be what God has created you to be, you're going to become what God has called you to become, you're going to go where God has called you to go, you're going to do what God has called you to do, you don't need people approval. On that one, you can rest your case. You don't need people to approve of what you do. The reason why the criticism bothers you is because you think you keep thinking you need their approval. If you needed their approval, God would have never given it to you. God would have given it to them and for them to do what you have been called to do. But since God gave it to you from this day forth, listen to me, brother and sister, from this day forth. Immediately when you hear criticism, remember, God didn't give them the call. And since God is your creator and they didn't create you, they can't tell you what to do. The only the creator can tell you who you are. I'm helping myself. <laughs> you can't, you can't nobody tell you who you are. The only thing they can tell you is what they do not do. That's the only thing they can tell you is what they do not do, but they can't tell you who you are. So it takes what it takes and the higher you go, the less choices you have. And what happens is when you make the choices not to hang out, the choices to, to go to sleep early, to exercise daily, to drink plenty of water, to take care of your physical being, to read more often. When you make these critical choices to spend more time with those who you love and, who, and those who love you, it's important I say that because everybody you love, you can't chase people. You only can love those people who allow you to love them and those who love you back. And so when you when you realize you've given up a whole lot of things because it takes what it takes, you decided some stuff I'm not going to do because this is what I want. Because that's how life is. Choice is almost an illusion. Once you decide in your mind, this is what I want, there's some things you can't do. And when you realize all the stuff that you did not do to get to where you are, 
a lot of time you will realize those choices have aligned with your values and goals. It takes what it takes. That every choice you make, when it doesn't align with your value and goals, it doesn't help you to get closer to where you're going. And so many of us have made decisions that here it is, that is not connected to the bigger picture. Yes, we made decisions that does not connect with the bigger picture in our lives. Uh, and so those decisions, those choices has basically taken away from us. It didn't add to us. The choices we make should add to our values and add to our goals. Uh, and so if, if, if me doing something is not going to, if, if it doesn't align with my values and it's not helping me get close to my goal, then I made the decision that I can't do that. I made the decision that I cannot do that if it doesn't align with my values and goals. And so now you have to ask yourself the question, if it takes what it takes, then what are your values? What is your goal? And that's what many of us missed it at. We don't know what we value. We don't know what our morals are. Because when you don't know what your values and your morals are, you'll be willing to sacrifice yourself just to get to where you're going. And, and when you do that, you'll never get there because now you are beholden to somebody else or you're beholden to something else. And you think every time for you to be successful, you will have to do what you did here in order for you to become successful. And so then uh, the decisions that are not connected to the bigger picture, that's where predestination come in. Here's what predestination does for us. Predestination says this, that I can be going throughout life and making all the wrong decisions. And it seems like life is just mundane. And it seems like I'm always struggling. I'm always having difficulties. It seems like nothing would just go right. But predestination says, when I make the right choices that line up with what I've been predestined to do, Things fall into order. That's why there's no such thing as, oh, that person made a lucky decision and, and that's why they happened. No, that decision they made was lined up with what they've been predestined to do. It took what it took for them to walk into that assignment, to walk into that purpose. It took what it took. I hope you're listening. That when you decide to be what you want to be or to do what you've been called to do. You give up the choices that don't align to your value. You give up decisions that does not connect to the bigger picture. You give up all these things because you have less choices to make now. See, we, too, sometimes we have too many choices around us. We see everybody else doing their stuff. And now, now one week you are, you, one week you are an artist. You like paint pictures, but now you see somebody over here who sings. Now you want to be a singer. And now that you see somebody who is singing, now you see somebody who's very good um, and doing videos. Now you want to do videos. Oh, now you see, now you're in the video area. Now you see somebody who's very good with sound. Now you want to do sound. Oh, now you're in the sound and now you see somebody who's very good at playing the violin. Now you want to play the violin. And see, we're running ourselves raggedly because we haven't focused on what we really want. 
Ask yourself what it is that you really want. And when you define what you really want, it's going to take everything it takes to get to what you really want. What is it that you want out of life? What is it that you want out of life? Let, let, let me end our time together this morning by saying this to you. Um, and we may, we may pick this up at a later date, but let me say this to you. Too many of us define ourselves about who we are not. Think about that. We define ourselves by, by who we are not. But today, I want you to start defining yourself about who you are. Because when you define yourself about who you are, you'll do what it takes to be who you are. No, it's not a magical formula out there. It's just choices you have to give up. You can't expect to graduate if you spend all night hanging out and partying with the guys. You got to say, I can't hang out tonight. I got to focus on the books. You, you can't be in a committed relationship if you want to keep on acting like you're single. You say, I got to stay with the relationship. Uh, you, you cannot be successful in any area of your life doing the opposite. So as you square your souls today and prepare yourself to go where you've never gone before, you prepare yourself to do what you've never done before, you prepare yourself to go where you've never gone before. Know that it takes what it takes to get it. Thank you for listening to the Max Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Ignite. Be sure to visit ignite.club. That's I-G-N-Y-T-E dot C-L-U-B. To join the conversation and access additional content that will take you to the max.